This is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dude to Bet Sports show. We're here. We're a little bit late, but we are here and we're ready to go over. Everything that happened last weekend uh, in uh, the NFL and college football. I've even got a question for the end of the show as well, Papa Dude. I have one ready. So, oh, I've got about twelve. So, oh, it's gonna be a big show. Yeah. <laughs> mine are real simple. Well, mine, my one of I only have one, and it might be as well. So, okay, we'll see how that goes. Uh, any any words of wisdom, or you want to get uh, right into it? Wisdom. Don't bet the NFL. That would be the words of wisdom I would have. My gosh. Great. Uh, especially this last weekend, yeah. for sure. Nuts. It, it was a little nuts. Rob came on here before we got on the air and said, uh, you know, absolutely ridiculous that Washington was an 11-point underdog. Not only an 11-point underdog, they outright win. Uh, yeah. Philadelphia now. No undefeated teams left in the NFL. Let's start with that. How, how surprised were you that they just got whipped like that? Well, they got whipped and they made mistakes that cost them the game. And uh, the surprising part that I that I watched a lot of that game because I'm a Jalen Hurts fan, they couldn't stop Washington. That's what shocked me. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I thought Hurts played good. Uh, I thought that uh, the Eagles just made mistakes that cost them the game. Um, he fumbles that ball on that pass with what about? What was it? Four minutes ago, five minutes ago. Yep. He doesn't fumble that ball. They may go down and score. And different ball game then. And then they got the penalty uh, there at the end when they had him stopped and they were going to get the ball back with a couple of minutes to go. And they got the uh, rough in the passer penalty or personal foul, whatever you want to call it. Just little things they did that got him beat. And Washington is extremely well coached. I've always liked. Heineke, I he's one of those guys that he's a bulldog. He plays pretty good sometimes. He can do dumb stuff too. But I've always liked his competitiveness. And this is a team you better watch. They could they could get hot. They did last year and almost made the playoffs. So that was a great game, I thought, last night. Yeah, it was. It was a really good game. And you're right. I, I think the Eagles, the one thing they hadn't really done all year was make a lot of mistakes. And they saved them all for that game. They made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> And you're also right, since they switched to Heineke, the commanders have life. Uh, he can make a few plays. He can, He's not going to be like a, a quarterback that you, at the end of the day, go in. He's a polished professional. That's, yeah. that's not him. But he makes plays, and he knows how to win. And so you thought it was on display last night. Yeah. The, the Eagles gave him chances, and he was able to take advantage of them. Yeah, he's fearless. You know, he has, he doesn't have any fear at all. And he just gets after it, and that's uh, contagious. That makes you play a little bit better, and they're very well, well coached anyway. And their defensive front is pretty good. So they have a shot with this craziness that's in the NFC uh, for the playoffs. They've got a chance. They do. I think all, all the teams in that East uh, for the NFC and the AFC uh, have a shot uh, to yeah. actually make it. So. Yeah. It's going to be really, really interesting to see how that all unfolds. The refs were not great in the game. I do agree. Uh, I will say they were pretty bad on both sides, at least. I didn't think it was completely one-sided. Did you? No, and we're seeing this. And 
you know, I think a lot of us go on the refs so bad and don't realize they have to call this stuff when it happens. They don't have the replays that we have where you slow it down. They got to call it in real speed. Uh, I don't understand some of the rules in the NFL on the uh, re, uh, replay. Some things you can replay or review, some things you can't. I don't quite get some of that. So, Yeah, some of those uh, judgment calls are not reviewable. And like I said, you have to make that bang, bang call, and then there yeah. it is. But, um, you know, and, and yeah, this is the biggest thing. Like Carson Wentz, they say the heck with it. They go with Heineke, and, and look what's happened. And it's it really just doesn't make any sense why we recycle these quarterbacks that are marginally average at best over and over. Let's take a shot with a guy like Heineke. What's the worst that could happen? It can't get any worse than Carson Wentz. So well, and he's played well when he's been when he's had the chance. Yeah. Yeah. He's remember that uh one year they made the playoffs, they were seven and nine, and he was the quarterback, and they almost I think it was Tampa Bay. They almost beat him. That's right. Yep. Oh, with him. And yep. you know that shows you that the the guy's got guts, that's for sure. Summarize Dennis's question here, basically saying you've seen a lot of football in the past three years. Is the officiating worse than you've ever seen it, though? Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. But, I, again, I think it's more scrutinized because of the replay system and all of the different views of the play that we have now that we didn't used to have back in the day. And I think it might be harder to referee now. These guys are bigger, they're faster. You know, it's 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 tough. But I would have to agree that we have more controversy, that's for sure, uh, than we used to. No doubt about it. Yeah. Uh Michael chimes in and says he glad he hit the late pick five at Del Mar on Sunday instead of betting the Eagles on Monday. Yeah, the Eagles were not a good bet on Monday. I want to shout out to a regular listener that and Michael's comment made me think of him. Dan Waite cashed, I believe it was a seven or eight leg parlay. Wow. And cashed it Monday night, a $40 bet, paid $10,000. Dan Waite cashed the bet. Uh, and the last bet was Washington plus 10 and a half. So he never even really had to sweat it out on Monday night. How about that? Turn $40 into 10,000. Is that not real? These were all football games? Uh, I think, let me pull up that ticket here. It, was, it, was, it, was, it wasn't horse racing. No, 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 no. This was all uh, parlays for sports. I believe everything was wow. cool. He had some different stuff in there. Let me pull up. Uh, I, I should have done this before. Uh, I'll read it off. Let's see. He had, here it is. He had uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling touchdown, DeAndre oh. Swift touchdown, Ro Raheem Mosert touchdown, wow. Isaiah McKenzie over 21 and a half, receiving yards dalton schultz touchdown and the washington commanders plus ten and a half that is impressive and then i think he you know that was it yes that was it so he had one two three four five six yeah it was a six you know uh leg parlay it seems like there was something else i think that was it so wow. yeah yeah that yeah that's incredible uh that he was able to do it and like I said he was so nervous going in that last game and boom, uh, he doesn't have to worry about it. And, and to get five of those prop bets like that, that's yeah. that is remarkable that you can get five of those home. It, yeah, it was incredible, and we were just like, "Wow, it, you know this this is incredible that you've got to this point." 
And then, yeah, to go ahead and cash it. That was really fun. It made that fun to watch that last part of that last night. Yep. Uh, a lot of fun. So shout out to Dan. Uh, like I said, he, so he, sometimes he's in the chat. Don't, don't know if he's here today. Probably not, or he'd be talking. But, yeah, Rolling. really, really impressive. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it's before we move on, we had a comment. Trainers drug O'Neill and Amos guilty. My thoughts on that? Well, if it wasn't the first time, you know, or, or if it was the first time, maybe I'd be surprised. If it was the second time, maybe I'd be surprised. But when it happens over and over again, it's just a normal Tuesday news day in this sport of horse <laughs> racing. <laughs> I, you know, a lot more about that than I do. I've not seen Amos busted that often. Missed, he, uh, let's see. I think it was suspended 60 days in Indiana before. And then seems like another time he was suspended 15 sure. days. Another this, time they didn't suspend him, but they, they kind of suggested that we rather not have you at the meet. So yeah, <laughs> it, it happens pretty much once every four or five years with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's just move on. Let's do the NFL here. Let's go All through right. them real uh, quickly. Uh, yeah, Amos gets popped a lot, exactly. And then Doug O'Neill, it's every other week, it seems like it's something, so yeah, it is what it is. And I think it, the funny thing is with Amos because he's on TV and because he seems like a nice guy, and he's always been nice to me, at least people don't really bring his name up some. Well, and this happens, and he he came out on Twitter and he's like, Hey, I'm just gonna get ahead of this. This happened. Everybody's like, oh, good for you. And it's yeah. like, yeah, he gets caught all the time. So he's really not that good of a guy well, when it comes to that. I got to tell you, you hit the nail right on the head because I don't follow like you guys do. And that's exactly what I thought. Wow, he's coming out ahead of this. Yeah. The other thing is he doesn't win big races very often. You know, he's not one of your elite trainers. Mm -hmm. I think that's another uh, reason. But cheating's cheating. It don't matter who you are or where you're running, you know. Yeah, that's the way I feel about it. Yep. You're cheating somebody. And again, if that was his first ever offense, exactly. It's like, well, just something happened, and sometimes that can happen. Not, it, it's not great, but it's not that big a deal. But don't act like that's yeah. never happened to you before. I would say it's hard not to get caught every once in a while with something, you know. Yeah, yeah. Once in a blue moon, right? Something yeah. can slip by because there's some, you, there's things that are out of your control sometimes. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Falcons and the Panthers opening up the action in the NFL on Thursday, and uh, Panthers took care of business rather easily. <laughs> Are the Falcons done, or do you, or maybe because they're in that bad division, they've got a shot still? Well, I think we can go through this, and we can do winner and loser on all, every one of these games. Yeah, the bit one of the big losers of the week was was the Falcons. Mm -hmm. They had to win that game. They needed that game to stay in it because we're going to the next game here in just a minute and we'll be able to explain much better why they yeah. needed that game. They would have would have been in first place in a tie with Tampa, but they got the tiebreaker. No, Tampa's got the tiebreaker, but they'd be right there with them. The, the Falcons schedule is a little bit easier than Tampa's coming up, but now they're down a game to them. That was just an inexcusable loss. They had to have that. I don't think the Falcons are any good and I don't think they're going to win the division anyway. But still, that's a bad loss. I, I picked the Panthers in this game. And the, really the only reason, well, there's two. Uh, the Panthers almost beat them when they played the first time. But the biggest reason was 
it felt like a game that a good team would win. And I don't think the Falcons are a good team. And it felt like a game that a team that's got a little bit better record than what they are would go ahead and lose. And they did. And so that's, yeah. that's really the big thing uh, that I took away from that one. And that's why I went with Carolina. Now you talked about it. The big winner mm-hmm. were the Bucks, So they get that Falcons loss and then they get a big time win 21, 16 over Seattle uh, overseas. This is a huge win for Tampa. Huge. Uh, they really needed it. Now they're in a driver's seat again. Um, of those four teams in that horrible division, you got to pick them. You have to because of Brady and the class that he has, even though a lot of people hate him. I'm going to take him over any other quarterback in that division, I believe. And I think eight and nine might win it. You know, and you look at their schedule, they've got uh, New Orleans. Here's our home games, New Orleans, Cincinnati, and Carolina. Okay, let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say they win those three, but now Cincinnati is going to be tough. That's eight wins. And then you've got uh, Arizona or at Cleveland, at San Francisco, at Arizona, at Atlanta. So that schedule is doable. They might win four of those. They might win five of them if they get themselves straightened out. They played a really good game over there. They tried to blow it. But they they held on and won and, and beat a, a good Seattle team. And then we can say Seattle was a loser over the weekend because of suddenly what the 49ers are doing. So that was a bad loss, not a bad loss, but a tough loss for Seattle. I think your take on Tampa is a little bit ambitious. I don't think they're going to win as many as you think out of that stretch, but they are going to win enough to win the division. I don't think there's any doubt. And that was a giant step towards it. And you said it. They now have a one-game lead over Atlanta, but they kind of have a two-game lead because they have the tiebreaker, right? And then the other teams aren't really in contention, so to speak, at the moment. So, yeah. I think yeah. eight wins wins it. I think it wins the division. Eight yeah, and nine. I think you're spot on. You mentioned Seattle. We'll talk about that NFC West just a sure. second uh, You know, when we get to some of these other games. This was the big one. What a wild, wild, wild game uh, here. The Vikings beat the Bills 33-30 to in overtime. I don't even know where to begin to explain this one, but let's let's not even really talk about the game as much as what this means because now the Bills, who were in first place in the AFC, are now in third place in their own division exactly. with this loss. And the Vikings are now 8-1 and one and now tied with Philadelphia for the top spot of the NFC. This was a huge swing game, wasn't it? Yeah, and they've lost two in a row now. And more importantly, let's say they right the ship and they get playing better. They're behind Kansas City now, once again, for the best record in the AFC. They can't seem to get that game at home. And they blew this game. There's no excuses for it. You know, I didn't see the first part of it. We got home. We uh, went to Springfield, and we got home, and it was was down towards the end. And when all the chaos began to happen, Mm -hmm. and uh, when they stopped them, you know, the thought was going through my mind, maybe they ought to take a safety. Now, they, they couldn't do that because there was too much time left. Yeah. And I don't, they would have had a two-point lead, and all the Vikings would have had to do was kick a field goal. But they they were as close to the goal line as you could be. And, uh, of course, with Allen, you would think he could, he could yeah. get him out of there. You have to think maybe they should have ran a different play. I don't, I don't know. That was tough. Uh, but he fumbled the ball. That was the, 
that was a problem. And then in overtime, he made one of the worst passes. I mean, I don't know what he was thinking on that. He's thrown four interceptions the last two games. I know he's injured a little bit. I still thought they were going to win that game. I thought they were going to go down and score. Mm-hmm. And he made one of the worst passes I've ever seen. So I don't know. He's shaky, a little bit shaky right now. Wouldn't give up on him yet. The Vikings, wow. They may they may have the best they may end up with the best record in the NFC. I don't know. Right. They're pretty darn good. They really are. I don't know how many times we need to see this before people realize, especially the quarterbacks realize, if you are injured, do not play. In the yeah, game. I'm shocked he played. It, nothing good will come of it. You're either going to hurt yourself more or you're going to play poorly because you're not healthy and people are going to be all over you. He wasn't healthy. and he, he Talking about Josh Allen, and he shouldn't have played. Um, end of the day, though, yeah, I mean, you, you run a quarterback sneak with him, and if he doesn't fumble, you're going to win the game anyway. So, yeah, they still should have won. But yeah, I mean, you if you are injured, don't play. Do not yeah. play. Period. I'm kind of surprised they played him. I really am. I thought they'd set him out this game. Yeah. All right. Couple. Couple of. Uh, well, one meaningless game for sure. It's this one. But the the Lions. They win. They win again. The Lions win 31 to 30 over the Bears. I watch this Bears team, and I'm like, they're seemingly close, but yeah. they find ways to lose games. Well, you know, they finally have some offense. Now they can't stop anybody. And the Bears have always been known for defense. Yeah. They're just horrid on defense. Two wins in a row for the Lions. They've not been playing poorly. They just can't win. But now they've got two in a row. So are they maybe going to take off now, a little bit of pressure off of them, and maybe get to roll it? Maybe. You know, it's possible that they are. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not ready to go there, but uh, that's a big win. I think it was their first road win in what, at forever? It's been a long time. First first win on the road, I think. So, yeah, big, big win for the Lions. I, I yeah. just, the Bears, like I said, now they can't, now they can't stop anybody. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on to the Titans and the Broncos. <laughs> I saw Samich pit the Broncos plus two. I was like, well, that's no, what? That's not going to hit. I mean, it's just stupid. Uh, <laughs> the Titans look terrible, but a bet on the Broncos is just, you got to have your head examined at this. They're so bad. Well, uh, Mike doesn't like the Titans at all. I've tried, I've sat Mike down at the Breeders' Cup. I said, look, I, the Titans aren't good. You were right. Yeah, but they're you messed right. up because you didn't look at their schedule. They don't play anybody. No, the division is awful. They're the worst six and three team ever. Like this was a competitive game that the Broncos easily could have won. If you can say that, then you're not good. That other team is not. But here's the thing with the Titans. They're not very good, but they win these games. They figure out a way how to win these games. They're they're better than the bad teams and they can beat them. They do. And they've got six games within their division that they'll probably win every one of them. Right. So there's six wins right there. You don't need very many more to win the division. And if you will recall, they had the best overall record in the AFC last year. They were the number one seed last year. Mm -hmm. They got beat in the first game, I think, Mm -hmm. which shows you exactly what you're saying. They're not very good. But you know what? They are tough. They're tough-minded. They're well-coached. And like you say, they're going to win these kind of games, especially in Tennessee. They're not going to lose that game in Tennessee. 
Sylvain said if the Broncos would have scored 18 points a game. That's right. Eight and one. Yes. I thought I heard somebody say today or yesterday they have the best defense in the league and the worst offense in the league. I believe that was they were talking about Denver. Yeah, and I, I that that's an amazing stat that Sylvain throws out there. Yes. 18 points is all we're taking. Maybe and that's pitiful. I know 18 points would be considered not good. No, that's awful. <laughs> so there they sit uh, right now at three and six. So yeah. good, good for Russell Wilson. All right, Chiefs, uh, they didn't look just great in this game, but it's another win, and that's yeah. what you got to do in the NFL. 27-17 over the Jags, and like we mentioned, they're now in first in the AFC. Yeah, and I don't think they'll lose it. I really don't. Shouldn't. No, that's what, you know, everybody gripes about them. They're not playing very well. They're seven and two. That's what you're supposed to be. Uh, no, they didn't roll the Jaguars. I don't believe they covered. Yeah. Or were they nine and a half? Is it nine and a half? I think they were nine and a half. I think they did actually end up covering. Eight. They were, they, they floated around that 10, nine and a half number. Yeah. Uh, so they weren't real impressive, but it doesn't matter. A W is a W, mm-hmm. and they, they got the job done. So, yeah, they're they're looking good again. Yep. 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 All right, let's move on to the Browns and the Dolphins. The Dolphins roll again, and with Tua on the field, the Dolphins look awfully tough. They're now seven and three, a half game back of the Chiefs. How serious are you starting to take the Dolphins? Well, you have to. They're seven and zero oh with Tua, right? That's I think they lost all three games with him on the bench. That's right. Yes. Their offense is starting to click. You know, all the acquisitions they made, they're now getting in tune with each other. They're rolling. And Buffalo's in trouble in that division. I mean, they are. They are in trouble. And the Dolphins are very good at home. You know, they're very difficult to beat at home, when even when they're not very good. They're hard to beat at home. Uh, yes, I think you have to take them serious. I think they're almost a lock to make the playoffs. You know, it might be a wild card because mm-hmm. uh, they still have to go to Buffalo, you know, so who knows what's going to happen down the road. But I think they're one of the big winners of the weekend for in the NFL because of the Buffalo, coupled with the Buffalo loss, suddenly the Vikings are in the in front in the division now. Yeah, the Dolphins in front in the division. Uh, and, and, you know, it's – it's going to be interesting because they do have the win over the Bills as well. Now, of course, they have to go to Buffalo still, and so that'll be that'll tell a different story. Yeah. But hey, it's it's I mean, it's not bad to be a Dolphins fan right now. Seven to three. No, I'm trying to see they play Buffalo. I was thinking, I was looking it up here. Uh, they play them in four weeks, actually five because they have a bye this week. So they play them December the 17th or 18th. They haven't decided on that because they go to Saturday games in the NFL. There, there's a good chance that's going to be for the division. Yeah, they've got they're they're off this week. They got Houston at home next week. There's eight and three should be. Yeah, they got to go to the Niners. That won't be easy. No. They got to go to the Chargers. They got three straight road games at yeah. San Francisco, at Chargers, at Buffalo. They got Green Bay at home. They got to go to New England. And they have the Jets at home, so their schedule is not easy. No, they're so. they're gonna they're gonna need to sweep that Buffalo series to win it. Uh, the division, yeah. All right, let's move on. Giants over the Texans, twenty four sixteen. They're not pretty, but the Giants just keep winning. Now seven and two, now in second place in that NFC East. Yep, yep. Another big winner since Dallas lost. They move ahead of them. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, the way the NFC is, I think 10 wins, it's going to get you in the playoffs, no doubt. Yep. And they have seven. Yep. So nine, nine will probably get you in. So they look like a playoff team, and that's a heck of a job of coaching in New York. Okay, yeah, he's got to be one of the leading candidates for coach of the year. Okay. We'll see, though. Got we got a long way still left in the oh, season. Yeah. But, yeah, they 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 look really, really good. Okay. Uh, let's go Steelers and Saints. 20-10, to 10, Steelers win. Not a whole lot to talk about. Saints, you know, it would have been a big win for the Saints if they would have got it, but they don't. No, they suck. Yeah, And I got that one right. I said we got to go with the classier – uh, franchise in that that's Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know, the, the Pittsburgh is terrible. Yeah, but I'd hate to have to beat them in Pittsburgh if I had to win a game. You know, and, unless you're really a good team. Yeah, for sure. All right, Colts go and how about that? Jeff Saturday gets a win. His first ever yeah. coaching uh, game was a win. It was probably more about the Raiders just being awful in this game, but the Colts win twenty-five to twenty. I mean. They're at least back in the conversation with this win where the Raiders are completely done now. Oh, the Raiders are just big-time losers. I mean, I don't know what's happened to them because uh, they were pretty promising last year. They finished good, played well in the playoff game. Yeah, everybody thought, you know, tough division. They're going to, you know, they're going to have a hard time playing in that division, but they, everybody thought they'd be pretty good, not two and seven. Mm-hmm. They made the big acquisition and got the wide receiver from Green Bay. And uh, the thing with the Colts, yeah, they're still alive because they're in such a shitty division. But are they going to string together something? I Highly doubtful. I don't think so. I don't think so. But it's still a nice win for them. Kind of get back on the winning side of things at least. All right, let's move on. Packers and the Cowboys. This one to me was a, just a shock, especially – the way the Cowboys lost the game, it looked like they were going to run away with this or at least win by a decent margin. Packers storm back. They win it in overtime, 31-28. to 28. To me, the Cowboys, one of the biggest losers of the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with Philadelphia losing. They would have crept within a, a game of the Eagles. And on the uh, Daily Show on Sunday, we discussed the fact Dallas was due for a clunker. And they did it. They always have one. And they reverted to the old Cowboys in the fourth quarter. They couldn't stop him. They could not stop Green Bay. Here their defense has been so good all year. And you go into Green Bay, they're struggling offensively. You score 28 points and you got a 14-point lead going into the fourth quarter and you blow it. That's the old Cowboys. I'm going to tell you something. You've nailed it. I don't like the guy either. I think Prescott is going to keep them from being where they need to be. He is not very good. He made two plays in that game that losing quarterbacks make. Mm-hmm. He made a throw late in the game out into the flat to a guy that was covered. He overthrew him. But even if he catches the ball, he's going to lose three yards. Mm-hmm. Why do you throw the ball there? Just throw it away. Yeah. Why throw it to a guy and you lose three yards? That's what losing quarterbacks do. And then he can't make a play when you have to have it. And that sets him apart from some of these guys that win these kind of games. This is a huge win, believe it or not, for Green Bay because of the playoff situation, the way it is in the NFC. Four and six, you're still alive. Let's face it, if Rodgers gets motivated, some of these teams they're going to have to beat 
they could get on a roll. They could and still make the playoffs as a wild card. It's possible. Yeah. This yeah. kept them in it. And they may get to rolling. They might. It, they're back in the conversation. Yeah. And that's that's the key. But can they get it going? Who knows? Was this more of just Dallas being stupid? Who knows? Yeah. But this was a bad loss for the Cowboys and a you big bet. win for Green Bay. Uh, the Rams, I think, are officially done. Now Cooper Agreed. Cup is out for at least four weeks. The Cardinals win. I mean, they're four and six. But, I mean, really, should we talk about this much more? Because this feels like we're kind of down to the Niners and uh, Seattle for that division now. Oh, I, I think for sure on the division. I don't – Yeah. I just, the Cardinals would have to really get to rolling. Yeah, you know, and I don't see that happening. They they can't string together anything. The interesting thing is here, Colt McCoy comes in, and they score twenty seven points. That shocked me, absolutely. Yeah. Shocked me. So, don't know what's going on there. The the Rams have got to be the biggest disappointment of the year, don't you think? They just are atrocious. Yep, they are, and they're they're officially just done. I mean, they're yeah, it's just not gonna happen for them this year. Kind of write them off. Yeah. Uh, now the injuries they just keep piling up too. You know, Stafford was out this game, and now yeah. you know Cooper Cup out for yeah. four weeks at least, probably more. Um, so it's it's not looking good for the defending champs. We'll have a new Super Bowl champ this year, no doubt. Yep, I think so. Chargers and the 49ers will round out our NFL talk. 49ers, big win, 22-16. It wasn't pretty, but it's a win. Mm -hmm. Niners now 5-4. and four. Seattle sitting up there at 6-4. and four. Are the Niners your kind of your NFC West favorite now? I think you have to look at them. Yeah. I look at their schedule. They got eight games left. Five of them are at home, and one of them is in Mexico City. Okay. So they only have two road games left. Yeah. And I read that like three times. I'm thinking that is an unbalanced schedule. They play Arizona in Mexico City, and I believe that's this week. Uh, and then they have New Orleans at home. They have the Dolphins at home. They have Tampa at home, Washington at home, play Arizona again at home. So say they beat Arizona twice. They beat New Orleans. They beat Washington. That's four more wins. That yeah. gives them nine. Their road games, they go to Seattle and they go to Vegas. Well, you think they're going to beat Vegas. So it's not inconceivable to see them getting 10 wins, which will win the division, I think. It may come down to that game with Seattle. Let's look at Seattle's schedule here just a second. They got, uh, their schedule is pretty unbalanced, too. They have a lot of home games. They have Vegas at home. They should win. They have Carolina at home. They should win that game. They got the Niners. They got the Jets at home. They got the Rams at home. Yeah. And then they go to the Rams and they go to the Chiefs. So if they can stay even keeled, they may win 10. So this might come down to that game between the Niners and the Seahawks, and that's in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, it may come down to that. Like you said, uh, Seattle it may kind of – have to win that game kind of like the the dolphins have got to beat the, the bills twice to to go ahead and win the division so yeah i think both these teams are are decent i don't think either one of them i mean seattle's definitely overachieving but i just i don't know that san francisco's yet to be like what we thought they would be before the season started we still need to see more from them but it's well, a big win there uh, with mccaffrey no doubt about it yeah, yeah, that makes a huge difference, there's no doubt, and that's that's self-explanatory. Yep. Yeah. 
All right, let's move on to college. Uh, okay. That's our NFL talk. We'll move on to college. You want to talk about a big winner this weekend in college football? It's USC. You're now, looking at it. Yep. An easy victory over Colorado. That's not what we're talking about. Losses for UCLA and Oregon. UCLA, USC now in the driver's seat right now in the Pac-12 uh, with a couple games to go. What do you think about their chances, or did they just kind of have an easy game where the other two kind of slipped up before their big games are coming? Well, I don't think UCLA has any excuse. No. Lose at home to Arizona. Bad, yep. They have no excuse. Yep. No excuse at all. Um, the, the, the undefeated teams held serve. That's the first thing to talk about. I think the big winners of the weekend – of course, the undefeated teams, Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, didn't really have a huge test. I think TCU was a huge winner of the weekend, even though Texas is not that good. They had to beat them in a different way. That was the strangest game I ever saw because that was supposed to be wide open, high scoring, and TCU has not played well defensively all year, and suddenly they had to play defense, and they did, yeah. and they beat them 17-10. to 10. That impresses me. That, to me, is a – sign that they can win a lot of ways. So they held serve. We started the week weekend with 10 teams with only one loss. Now we're down to five mm-hmm. with only one loss. What I'm getting at is, is a two-loss Alabama still in the hunt? No, they're not. A two-loss LSU would be in the hunt, though, because they could win the S- uh, the SEC championship game. They ain't going to, though. Yeah. So, uh, USC, are the rankings out yet? I don't think they're out quite yet. I did not see okay. the- It's going to be fascinating to me to see where they put USC. Mm-hmm. If they're ranked behind LSU and Alabama – a two loss te- two two loss teams. If let's say they come in at uh, that would uh, that would make them eighth. Mm-hmm. So they come in at eighth. Right at this time, the committee doesn't like their resume. However, their resume is going to get a lot better in the next three weeks because they got UCLA. That game doesn't take on quite the luster it did since UCLA lost. But they got them, by the way, they're only a one-and-a-half-point favorite this week. That was their opening line on yesterday. And I think I'm going to hit USC pretty hard on that. Uh, then they would play – then they got Notre Dame, and that's in California. And then they're probably going to have to play Utah in the uh, – or is that – are they in the same division? It's, it's going to be Utah or Oregon, one of the two. It's Oregon hard. still has a great shot. They just have to beat Utah, something they haven't done. That's so and who they're going to play is kind of wide open. But the thing is, it's going to be a two-loss team. Right. You're not going to get that marquee That's matchup right. that you thought you might get in that game. They have to hope. There's no reason even talking about them if TCU goes undefeated. And Tennessee. Yeah. Days with one loss, and the Ohio State-Michigan loser just has one loss. They have to have TCU to lose, and I think they need Tennessee to lose. I think you're right. I think they're going to need a couple couple of things to happen still, uh, but they they definitely, to, as we sit here right now, look like a more likely Pac-12 champion than we were sitting here last week. And yes, 
because of the fact the way Oregon got handled yep. by Washington. To me, that was the big shocker of the yep. week. To me. Yep, no doubt. All right, let's go through some of these other ones. Uh, Georgia, an easy winner, 45 to 19. Ohio State, an easy winner, 56 14. Michigan, an easy winner, 34 to 3. And then, like you said, we'll talk about the TCU game a little bit more. 17 to 10. Had to play defense to do it, but they did it. And a huge win for 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 ten, or TCU, but also they go to Baylor this week, and Baylor got killed at home to Kansas State. Okay. So all of a sudden, TCU looks like a, a, a big-time favorite to, to go 12-0 and and get to the Big yeah. 12 championship game undefeated. Now, the Big 12 is a disaster. I mean, you can't – other than TCU, none of these teams make any sense. Mm-hmm. And there's two teams for sure that don't make any sense to me. One is Baylor, and one is Kansas State. The other is Kansas State. One week, Kansas State can't do anything, or they lose. And then the next week, they go on the road and just kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Baylor looked like they were coming on a little bit and getting ready to start playing. And then get beat 31-3 to at home mm-hmm. to Kansas State. Makes no sense. Made, that game made no sense to me. So, yes, TCU now looks like they are going to get through the regular season undefeated. Uh, they better be ready this weekend because Baylor has a way of bouncing back, but obviously TCU is better than they are. I don't think we're giving this team enough credit. You know, but the Big 12, all right, let's face it, it's not that good. It really isn't. Mm-mm. It looks like, and you can't go with this because you don't know what Kansas State's going to do week to week. looks like TCU will play them or Oklahoma State in the conference championship game. What's looking? Yeah, and I I still think they're going to lose one, but it's starting to look a lot more like they're not. I mean, this this really wasn't like a just a, an incredible win that builds your confidence. It's just you look at the teams left, and it's like, yeah, they should probably win. Um, and it seems real clear. you got three teams here that are really good. One of them's going to lose, which will put TCU in the third. And then this team right here, Tennessee, unless something catastrophic happens, it's yeah. going to go 11-1, to and there's your fourth team. I mean, it looks very, very clear. Easy win this week over Missouri, but they got nobody left on that schedule yeah. that, can, that can beat them. And they did exactly what they needed to do, blew them out, put up 66 points. People see that. Doesn't matter who you play, you score 66. That's what people remember. Yeah. Exactly what they needed to do, bounce back from that loss and blow somebody out. They go to South Carolina this weekend. They got to do the same thing there, finish up with Vanderbilt, and then they're going to sit on easy street and not have to play in that SEC championship game. And if TC loses, they're in. Yeah, and Dennis made a good point with those with with those losses in the Pac-12. Tennessee is really won because they they don't have to worry about a couple of teams now exactly. that you know they would have. I don't I don't think they were going to take one of those Pac-12 teams over them. No, but still, it, it makes it clear. Right, the one they have to worry about is if TCU doesn't lose, and you have three undefeated teams. What they have to worry about is, are they going to take the one loss Ohio State or or uh, Michigan over them? That's, that's what they that's what they have to deal with. So that's the thing. Here, it's two scenarios to me. Georgia's one. We're just going to assume they're going to win against LSU, which I, they're going to. Oh, they will. Yeah. The Ohio State Michigan winner is two, and then it and then it's 
if TCU wins out, they're going to be number three. Right. And then it's either going to be Tennessee or the Ohio State Michigan loser at four. That would then, be the drama we have. The other drama could be if TCU loses, then it's going to be Georgia one, the Ohio State Michigan winner two, Tennessee three, and the Ohio State Michigan loser four. I think so. So I think that's where we're that's what we're looking at. And I think that for a USC team to get in, they're going to need Tennessee to lose, I think, or and, and TCU to lose. Yeah, or Michigan and Ohio State to lose before they get into the big big tension or before they play each other. That's not, not gonna, that's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. They're scheduled no. week. No. Okay, uh Michigan uh, Ohio State's got Maryland this week at Maryland. Yeah. And Michigan's got like what, Indiana, somebody like that this Illinois. week. Illinois. Yeah, yeah. And it's at home. So yeah. and then yeah. whoever wins Ohio State, Michigan, when they're not gonna lose in the in the conference title game either. No, God, no. So I, I, mean, think, I think the only drama really we're going to have, if, if TCU goes undefeated, okay, mm-hmm. so we'll have three undefeated teams, Georgia, the Ohio State, Michigan winner, and Tennessee. I mean, uh, TCU. Yep. That leaves us to pick between the Ohio State, Michigan loser, and Tennessee. Okay. The only drama would be, to me, I mean, I think Tennessee's a lock mm-hmm. over that loser. Unless they play an absolute unbelievable triple overtime game. Yeah. And then we got some drama. And the reason I say that is who's got the best non who's got the best win? And that's Tennessee. Michigan has beat Michigan or Ohio State. Ohio State beat Notre Dame. Michigan has beat absolutely nobody. Yeah. Penn State is it. That's it. And that that's a good team. Tennessee's got the prima donna of them all on their resume. They beat Alabama. Yeah. And, and that's another thing. Tennessee needs Alabama to win out. Yeah. Which they're going to do. So I think if Tennessee wins out, I think they're in. I don't think there's any debate Tennessee's in. No, because they lost to the number one team in the country. Yeah. I don't think under any scenario, if Tennessee goes 11 and 1, they're not in. I, I agree with you. I, I think so too. Unless somehow Ohio State and Michigan play to a tie, <laughs> which is impossible. It can't happen, but they could play a Donnie Brook of a game, you know, one Good. of them all-timers, 42 to 41, something yeah. like that. And people think, God, that that team that lost that game is good. Yeah. You know, so that could happen. But right now, the way I see it, if especially if TCU wins out, there's not much drama in these playoffs like we've seen before. Yeah. So this will be huge this weekend if Tennessee beats Bay or uh, TCU beats Baylor. They finish the season at home against Iowa State. Now they could lose in that Big Twelve championship game. They, they could, could lose any of their last three games. They, yeah, they, they could. The pressure's no, really on. It's all no. in front of them. All they have to do is win, right. and that's not going to be easy. No, and they're not used to being in this situation either. Exactly. Yes. I don't think Iowa State's going to beat them. In Iowa court. State has nearly. Won a ton of games. They have not an easy game. The key word is nearly. Yeah. So, Due to win, uh, yeah. So it's it's that's that's the that's what we need to look for. What I feel like Steve Karnacki on the big board on these elections. <laughs> what yeah. we need to look for is what happens to TCU. Then yep. the dominoes will fall if they get beat. Yep. Yep. 
All right, let's move on. Uh, Washington, like I said, that's the reason why we're, we're we've got this thing simplified because they beat Oregon. Oregon had the name that could kind of push their way in there, maybe with a little bit of luck, but not with two losses. They're no. out. There is a two-loss team that does have a path, and that's LSU. It's right. not a strong path because it does involve beating Georgia, but they picked up a big win over Arkansas to clinch that side of the SEC, thirteen to ten. Alabama hangover, but they still got the job done. I, I mean, this. I don't think LSU is a great team by any stretch. They're tough, though. Mm-hmm. Don't think they're going to make it, even if they were to beat Georgia. But, but uh, do they pose any kind of threat to Georgia? You think? I don't see any way in the world they can beat Georgia. I don't either. They barely beat a beat up, wounded Arkansas team without a quarterback. Yeah, they were lucky to win the game. Yeah. So, and that's not taking anything away from LSU. They got UAB this week, and they have uh, – I think they finished with Texas A&M. Uh, they're probably going to go 10-2, and two, mm-hmm. and this is in a season when they weren't supposed to be very good. So you gotta you got to tip your hat to them, no doubt. And and what a tough luck season for Arkansas. I mean, yep. they, they could go 5-7. and seven. They I- could. Very possible, you know, and they they just had injuries and and dumb things happen to them, yeah. and yeah, they're they're it's been a disappointing season. And like I said, LSU a great season. No matter what happens from here on out, it's been a great season for LSU. Exactly. Uh, Alabama, listen, this is a big win. They beat Ole Miss thirty to twenty four. Look like Ole Miss might uh, be able to do it. They they played with them for a long time. Kind of thought when they had them, they were driving to beat them. In the end, though, I don't think they think they can beat Alabama. I don't either. Alabama gets it done. They're probably going to go 10-2, and two, which is a disappointment at Alabama. But, uh, yeah, th- this was a huge win. It was. It, it showed you there. They've got a lot of pride there. Uh, the, the, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Ole Miss goes to Arkansas this week. I don't know what Arkansas's quarterback situation is. I doubt if he's going to play. The KJ is supposed to play this week. Oh, now, yeah. well, what does that mean? Well, yeah. he's tried to play hurt, and he hasn't looked very good, so right. we'll see. I think Ole Miss may get him with the quarterback situation the way it is. Yeah. And uh, they could finish 10-2 and two also, which would be really good. That's a really good season for them. Yep. I had to be impressed with Clemson bouncing back, 31-16 win. We're heading towards a Clemson-North Carolina ACC championship game that's going to be pretty darn good if it happens. Uh, any, any thoughts on Clemson? Oh, I thought that was a great win for them to bounce back. They say what you want to about Dabo. He's a hell of a coach. Yeah. And and they're not good offensively, but they, they just do what you have to do to win. And that's what a great coach does. He gets them back the next week. So, you know, Stoops was so good at that at Oklahoma. They're so calm about things. They're matter-of-fact about things. They treat this like it's a job, go back to work the next Monday, like that never happened, and go get the next one, and that's what they do. And that Clemson North Carolina game, I don't know if you've seen North Carolina's quarterback. That guy is good. That's going to be really, really good. Yep. Yep. He is very, very good. All right. Let's move on. This one was the real shocker 34 28 Arizona beats UCLA, derails what's been a really good season for UCLA. I guess they can get it back this weekend with a win, but. How disappointing was this to see? Oh, that, that's got to be just deflating because yeah, 
now the game, okay, let's say you do come back and win. Yeah, that's huge because you beat USC and that's your big rival, but you just lost yourself any chance you had in the playoffs. Yeah. It just went out the window. And uh, yeah, that was, that was a bad loss. I went to bed and I didn't know till the next morning they'd lost. I knew they were struggling and I thought they'd come back and win, but obviously they didn't. And Arizona's much improved. That guy down there has done a really good job with them. They are much improved, but you just can't lose that game. No, not at home. Not at home. No. Utah, they, I mean, I don't know. They may be the best team in the Pac 12. They went 42 to seven. They're going to get their chance against Oregon. Um, but yeah, 42 to seven went over Stanford, Penn State over Maryland, 30 to nothing. Talked about it. This was a huge win for North Carolina. They're yep. now nine and one, 36 34 win uh, at Wake Forest. Wake Forest has completely fell apart. Do you, I don't know. I kind of am starting to think North Carolina might be able to beat Clemson in that ACC championship game. They've got the offense to do it. I don't know whether they can go toe-to-toe physically, defensively yeah. against Clemson. They may run over them. I don't know. But uh, there's three guys, coaches, that have done, done a great job. One of them's mm-hmm. Mac Brown. Mm-hmm. Nine and one. Yep. Coming off a very disappointing season when they were supposed to be really, really good, and they flopped, and then to come back and go nine and one, uh, with a chance to go to eleven and one going into the ACC championship game, mm-hmm. that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive stuff. So, do you think Texas would like to have Mac Brown back? Texas hasn't been worth a shit since Mac Brown left. And he's went to North Carolina, and you're right. They did kind of disappoint last year, but they still just weren't awful. They've been respectable every year he's been there. Well, there's a, it's a heck of a lot harder to recruit to North Carolina for football. Mm-hmm. Not basketball, but football than it is Texas. Yep. And what he's been able to do, and that's his second tenure at North Carolina, and he's won both times he's been there, and no one else has. Yep in the last few years and Texas has been through what one to their third coach since him, I think this would be Charlie strong and yeah, third, third, third coach. Yeah. Third head coach. And I think they ran him off in what? 2009. I think it was mm-hmm. yep. 10. I think it was 10. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, he, he's a good coach. No doubt about it. Boston college beats North Carolina state 21 to 20. What? What happened in this? I mean, I didn't watch this game. I just oh, saw I, the score. <laughs> well, this is, this is kind of why I talk about the Falcons, right? It's like yes. they get into a game. This is a big game. Kind of get them over the hump, so to speak, and they'll lose it. North Carolina State the same way. It's just yeah. like they cannot get away from eight and four type yeah. seasons. That's what I was getting ready to say. Remember when the season started, we were talking about how many games are going to win, blah, blah, blah. And this is, like you said, one of these teams that's destined – for eight and four, seven and five, maybe nine and three, but they can't do any better. And I don't know what the mystery is there. I don't yeah. know, but it's, it's got to be a confidence thing, I guess. I don't know. It's games like this. They lose them all the time. Every year they have a game like this. Yep. No excuse. Huge win for Central Florida. They beat Tulane 38-31. I watched a lot of this game. Uh, I thought Tulane – just dug themselves too big of a hole. I thought they played pretty well after the first quarter. What were your thoughts on this one? 
I think ECF's a lot better. They looked like they had more talent. They were so much bigger than Tulane was, I thought. And I got to, I wish I hadn't picked Tulane. I got to looking, digging in a little deeper after I made that pick. And I got to seeing Tulane has not played the good teams in the American Conference. They've got all three of them left. Mm-hmm. And I should have noticed that UCF's played some of them. So I beat Cincinnati. So that's a great win for Central Florida. Uh, they're another one, though. They could get beat. They don't play good every week, and they don't play good in, in they play good in stretches a game, and then they play terrible. So yeah, they're not home. Let's see. They've got, yeah, they're pretty well home. They got Navy and South Florida left. So they're pretty much in the, uh, Mm-hmm. In the driver's seat, and they deserve it. They looked really good. That quarterback was—he was a man in that game. He was tough. Yep, yep. Sylvain says thanks a lot. He bet Tulane. <laughs> I know Sylvain. I did too, and I, I shouldn't have. Sometimes it's easy when the games are over to see what you did wrong. Oh, no question about it. Uh, can we talk about K-State just destroying Baylor? K-State's got the inside track to the Big Twelve Championship game now. It's a huge win for them. Yep. Gonna wrap up here. Purdue, uh, or excuse me, uh, Notre Dame, thirty-five, Navy, thirty-two. We talked about this. It's like, yeah, oh, that'll end up getting close, and it was. Notre Dame gets it done. How serious? I mean, have you figured out Notre Dame? I can't figure them out. I don't think they're great, but I don't think they're bad. You know, I think I think if you make some mistakes, they can beat you. Uh, this was a game that wasn't impressive at all. They about let it get away. I think it's a case they got way ahead and then let up a little. They did let up, yeah. Yeah, they and then you kept on them. Uh, I give them a chance against USC, though. I think they do, too. I think I think it'll be an interesting game out there. All right, let's wrap it up. Talk about teams. Destins for eight and four, both of these. Purdue beats Illinois, a game Illinois really needed. 31-24. to 24. Um, So the, the, the race to try to go get killed by Ohio State or Michigan continues. I, you know what? I haven't done it. I haven't dug into it too close i think Purdue's in the driver's seat they are yep but there's a little old team up there in in the iowa city that yep. still has a chance yep because <laughs> they beat wisconsin and i think they beat purdue didn't they yeah they've got a shot they've got to go to minnesota this week and that's yeah. going to be a big key there to see if they can win that one and they got nebraska so they could they could get there Yes, and, and and they're yeah, you're right. Whoever gets through this is going to get slaughtered in that championship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess Syracuse is officially dead. They lose thirty eight to three to Florida State. This was never a game. No. Uh, how about Florida State though? They're coming on. Yeah, and they're playing well. There's two straight thumpings, like the Florida State of old. Mm-hmm. And uh, watch out for them next year. I think yep. they've got that turned around. They've got to win this one uh, this week, which they will, and then they play Florida, and that's yeah. for a nine and three season. That would be very impressive for Florida State. I was looking where Syracuse might get a win this week. Yeah, uh, who they've got uh, no, that no, they don't. They got to go to Wake. Uh, they finish up at Boston College. Yes, they can win that one. Yeah. I think I think they're going to go seven and five. Yeah. yeah. Where Florida State's got Louisiana this week, and then they do have Florida at home uh, this year on uh, the day after Thanksgiving. So be a big one for them, try to get to nine and three. All right, and finally, again, teams destined for eight and four. This is why Kentucky loses to Vanderbilt at Kentucky, 24 to 21. I mean, absolutely no no excuse. 
No, none. You know, and none. they came back and wiped out that lead and got ahead 21-17 and let Vanderbilt score. Exactly. Yeah. You can't do that. You just nope. can't. You can't. They've got Georgia this week. It'll be another loss. And then Kentucky, Louisville. To end they, the year. That'll be a good game, Dennis. I know Dennis is a big Louisville fan. That'll be a good one this year. They could finish 6-6 real easy. Yeah, very easily. I think they'll win against Louisville, but you never know. You never know. And seven and five is not good after the year they had and the potential they had this year. Yeah, with the quarterback they have that's highly rated by the pros. Yep. Well, guess what? They're six and four. <laughs> so yeah. and they've lost. I think oh, he's did been... South Carolina beat them. Yes. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I mean, that loss you can kind of take, but not this one. No. Not this one. No. I know. Yeah, they lost Adel Miss, and then South Carolina beat them, and they got smoked to Tennessee, and then the Vanderbilt lost. So yeah. there you go. Well, that's it. All right. It's time for questions. It's the exciting part of the show. That's right. Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> Are you you want you want to do yours first or before we get into it? Kathy Cowards yeah, fitness we, instructor. We have got to talk about this because this slipped up on me. I don't know whether everybody knows what's going on here. <laughs> I knew nothing. I was off Twitter. I When did that break? Was that yesterday? That was Monday, yes. Yep. And I was off Twitter almost all day Monday. Mm -hmm. And then I got on there and I saw all, I, got, I had 50 million notifications. Right. And I and one was because I got lucky and, and did really well with college basketball. Uh huh. So that was on there. Uh huh. Um, and then I I started I didn't know what the hell they were these people were talking about. You know. Yeah. Yes. And so then I looked at those pictures for I don't know five minutes before it dawned on me what the heck it was. <laughs> I didn't recognize yours. And the only way I recognized mine was the hoodie I had on. <laughs> and then I finally started figuring out, oh, my God. Now, who did this? Jared did this. Yeah. Jared did this? Jared did this. Yes. That's a man that doesn't have enough to do. Clearly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't follow your page, you know, or your – I don't have – I don't know. But it, it seems to me like this got as many – comments that's about anything right it did uh mostly <laughs> just like people were gross grossed out by it yes um but yeah a lot of comments uh i i definitely can confirm magic should have been a girl uh yes <laughs> i think very attractive girl <laughs> yeah he was uh yeah i think he was probably He's the winner. <laughs> well, according to the uh, followers, no doubt about it. Yes, yes. People and and what was he like? Uh, one shot? Yeah, he's one shot. <laughs> uh, now, did Jared put that on there too? Yes, yes, yes. Very good, Jared. That was really good. Um, uh, the funny thing is, Miranda did this like a year ago. Okay. And Jared got mad and said, don't do that. Don't ever post that. And then I get on there. I had a long day on Monday. I get on Twitter and this is on there. I thought, 
Did Miranda do this again? No, Jared did this one. So okay, there's one on there. I don't know who that is. Uh, well, I know Vinny. <laughs> Which one? I don't know. Go back. Whoops. Okay, I guess I do know. Oh, I okay. <laughs> yeah, because now you got the you you got was those names already always on there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I couldn't figure out. I guess I didn't see those names. But anyway, uh, I couldn't figure out who Jared's, which one was Jared, but obviously I see. Uh, I thought I thought uh, Saratoga Slims, go back to his. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think that was too bad. for. No, he's all right. Slim's all right. Considering his picture, compared, you know, that was pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa Blonde, you know, Jared really did Vinny dirty there. So, so you doctor those photos up, I guess, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. There's like a, there's like an app that filters it okay. out. It was really good. I, it was hilarious. And some of the comments were, yeah, I mean, you look at magic there. Uh, yeah. That's it's not bad. That's really not bad. It gives you some weird feelings. It really does. Now, I do think, since now I know that Jared did this, uh -huh. I think he spent a lot more time on his picture than he did anybody else's because he doesn't look that good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Classic stuff. I'll tell you, some of the comments were just so funny. No. Yeah. yeah. Very so, funny. But does, uh, 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 one of them, let's see, what was that latest one about magic? Uh, Dan, uh, <laughs> Kathy demolishes the field like flight line. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen uh, magic's face since this got posted, but I don't know if I can ever look at him again. So, <laughs> no, no doubt. Oh, man, it gives you a creepy feeling because you're thinking, eh, she's pretty good looking. <laughs> I know it does. It's, it really <laughs> makes you feel weird. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to comment anymore on that. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're taking this off. <laughs> that was really good, though. I thought that was great. Yeah. yeah. Once I figured out what was going on. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah you were right. You're talking about uh, where was that? You're talking about basketball. You're ranked. Was it basketball? Yeah, college basketball. You were ranked number two, and I was ranked number four last right. week on tally side. And then I was number 10 in the college football yes, ranking as well. Yeah. Um, and a so, few weeks ago, I was number one. And you were last year, you were number one in the NBA a couple of times. So Not this year, right at the moment. No, I'm struggling with the NBA as well, too. Yeah. NBA and NHL both are kind of tough right now. Yeah. All right. Let's do the questions and let's get out of here. Uh, do you want to go first or I'll go first? Yes. So last week I went to Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Okay. Oh, mm -hmm. well, I just, I just thought of another question actually. All right. Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Uh, first time I've ever been, my brother loves it there. He's been asking me to go for a while. I said, all right, we'll go. So we went it was a blast. We had a really good time. A lot of fun. Um, but my question is this. Yeah. What is your favorite small downtown that you've ever been to? And I'm not talking about a city's downtown. I'm talking about like 
little places, little tourist type places. What's the favorite, your favorite one? Oh, that's easy. Okay. Uh, Estes Park, Colorado is my favorite. I would agree. Estes Park would be number one. And I it's, think it's not because of the town itself so much. It's the setting. Mm-hmm. Nestled in the valley with the Rockies right there. And it's just, it's the atmosphere and everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, Eureka Springs is unique. Very. I will say that. It is unique. So Eureka Springs is an old, old town in Arkansas. Everything is old and old-fashioned. A lot of uh, eccentric stores and things like that to go into. A lot of bars, a lot of live music, everything like that. It's it's a it's a kind of it's, a crazy place. A little bit of something for everybody in Eureka. No Springs. question about it. It's diversified. To, Big to, time. Yeah. Big time. And uh, it's in a very, very small place. A beautiful setting in the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. I hate it. But anyway, uh, I don't care for it much. Now, Sandy loves it. So yeah. now did you did did you stay at the Crescent Hotel? We did not stay at the Crescent. They have a hotel called the Crescent Hotel, which is supposedly haunted. We did not stay there. No, we had a place outside of town in the Mount. Well, in the hills, uh, really pretty view. And then okay. we would drive into town. And um, yeah, it yeah, was, it was good. It, it was it, it's a unique place. There's no question about it. Lots of unique restaurants uh like i said a lot of live music with with bars and and there's all kinds of music yes all kinds uh unique shops all kinds yeah. of stuff yeah 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 so, so it, it was it was cool uh, ss park is the right answer for sure um if you didn't have to choose it though what would you choose if you couldn't choose it what would you uh, choose man I haven't been in very many small towns, uh, downtown areas, you know, unique tourist. Really? No, not really. Uh, you know, I go to Daytona Beach all the time, but that's not small. No. Um, oh, have you ever been to Golden, Colorado? I've not. I've been to Telluride, which is really cool. That would count for sure. I liked it. It's a lot like Estes Park, uh, yep. right in the mountains. That's a pretty cool one. Yeah, hot springs would count. Yeah, yeah, that would have to count. I don't. Well, if you if you walk around and you go up into the national park area there, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, actually downtown, I don't. I don't know. I don't care for that too much. Yeah. I'm trying to. Th- I really. I can't really think of anything else. I know. I know you've said you really like St. Charles a lot up in St. Louis. Yep. I've not been there. Uh, so can you think of anything else? Well, you, uh, you've been to, to Lake Placid. You've been to Saratoga. Mm-hmm. Those have got to be pretty cool. I, I would rank Saratoga right up there with anything, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I think Estes Park's number one. And I think, like, a Saratoga, uh, a Lake Placid, you know, they're all similar. But, uh, yeah, the – the uh, Eureka Springs was surprising to me. I did not think I would. Uh, I, I didn't think I'd dislike it, but it was very different. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So there you go. There's my. I've never spent the night there. So. Yeah, it, it's fun. Uh, we watched a band. The lead is three. They're called the Mountain Gypsies. They're yeah. mountain people. Yeah. They don't have internet. They homeschool the, the kids. <laughs> they live up in the mount uh, the hills of Arkansas. 
And uh, the lead singer was a 12-year-old girl. Really? One of the best I, I've ever heard. She could sing anything. So it was it was like, wow, this is just a unique thing. You don't see that very often. No, no. Yeah. There's lots of different types of music there. Yep. All right. What's your what's some of yours? All right, here we go. Would you rather have a week of summer heat or a week of winter cold? Oh, summer. Easy. Not even close. I guess I'm weird. I like winter. Oh. Now I like it if it's if we have snow. I don't oh. like just bitter cold with, with. But I like snow. I like it. I, I I was really like last night when it was snowing. It was cool. Oh, you guys are gross. You and Dennis both. No, <laughs> all day long. I don't like the heat very well. I it it I can't handle it as much as I used to. All right, here we go. A movie at home or a movie in the theater. Home. Me too. There's something about going to the theater, though, that's kind of cool. I like the theater, but I, I'd rather watch it at home. Me too. I, I, I just cannot get comfortable in the theater. Mm-hmm. And you know what bugs me anymore? It seems to me like the previews last forever. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm thinking, are they ever going to get to the freaking movie? I think a lot of people now that COVID's happened and they made it so easy to get new movies at home. It's home. The answer's home. Yeah, usually when you go to the movies now, there's not a lot yeah. of people there. No, no, not anymore. No. Uh, would you rather go in the pool or the ocean? Um, ocean. I think so, too. I, I do like the pool more than I used to when I'd go to the beach, I spent all my time at the beach. The salt kind of gets to me now. If I want to play around and do some stuff, I go in the ocean. If I wanted to, to boogie board or whatever, just, you can't relax in the ocean though, where you can in a pool. I don't like the salt of the ocean, but I would rather be in the ocean. I think overall there's more going on. Yep. Yep. Would you rather be on salary or work by the hour? Salary or work by the hour? This is a very philosophical question. Mm. <laughs> I I don't I guess by the hour would be my answer because you you're getting paid for all the work you do. Where a salary you is just the same no matter if you work 30 hours or 60 hours. Yeah. Uh, I guess I would have to say I don't think I've ever worked. Well, I've never had a a full-time job where I worked by the hour. Yeah. I worked when I was going to college and stuff, hourly jobs. But I've always been on salary. And the one good thing about being on salary, you do know exactly how much money you're getting each month. Yeah. But you like when you coach, <laughs> when you figure up the hours that yeah. you put in for the money you're making, well, you just don't want to do that because it will just make you very depressed. <laughs> yeah. During the season, you know, when you're out two and three nights a week, you don't get home till 10 o'clock and you got to be at school at 730. 
those are long days and you get paid the same no matter how many hours you put in. So you try not to think about that, though. Yeah, I would say hour. It makes the most sense. And Phil and, and Sylvain make good points here. You, yeah. you kind of get screwed when you're when you're on a salary. You really are. Yep. You know how much you're gonna make, but at the same time, yeah, you work you end up you end up working more. Yep. Uh pancakes or waffles. God I like them both. I'll go poo. That's tough. I really like them both. Uh I'll say pancakes though. I'm going the other way. I like waffles better. When I was doing these questions, saying I said, "No, nah, that's not, that's no good. They both taste the same." Yeah. And Sandy goes, do, but no, they don't." Sandy goes, "No, they don't. Waffle or they don't taste the same." No, they don't. Uh, Dennis says waffles, Sylvain pancakes. It's really it's good. Bill says waffles. Happen. Yeah. Okay. So with the waffles, the that's, syrup does hold. It does. The, holes or the grooves or whatever you call them. Yeah. I guess you'd have to say if you're a syrup guy, which I am, waffles. But now, Phil, Phil, hold on. The, the, the syrup does not disappear on a pancake. It's getting absorbed into the it's pancake. It's absorbed too much. Yeah, so you're still getting it. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 the way it's presented. You don't think you're getting as much. That's I think. fair. That's fair. Now, it's a lot harder to make a waffle. Yeah. To cook a waffle. You have to have a waffle iron. Yeah. Bill, I agree with you totally. That's what I'm no, saying. I, I, <laughs> I think what Phil's saying is you got to use more syrup on that pancake than you do the waffle. Uh, that's okay. All right. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm kind of with you guys. Kind of. This is a crazy one. Okay. A dirty bathroom, which bothers you more? A dirty bathroom or a dirty kitchen? Oh, bathroom. Easy. <laughs> I'm just the opposite. <laughs> no, no. Bathroom. It's, it's funny. Uh, when Sandy and I got together, she told me, she goes, now, you do what you want. But she goes, because we have two bathrooms. She goes, I recommend you take the back ba bathroom and I take this one. Yeah. She says, why would that be? Well, she goes, I have a very messy bathroom. It's not dirty. Yeah. It's messy. Yeah. So I said, okay. So her bathroom is clean, but <laughs> it's got crap all over the place. Yeah. I clean mine about, well, I, I try to put it off so maybe she will clean it. Right. And But it gets so bad that she won't. So I clean mine about once every two months, whether it needs it or not. <laughs> it needs it. Trust me. I just cleaned it today. <laughs> now, I cannot stand dirty dishes. I can't stand them. Yeah. So I am very meticulous about after a meal. Uh, and Sandy's, she cleans them up, but she lets them stay there a little bit longer than I like. So after a meal, I get those dishes cleaned and put in the dishwasher. Yeah. I just cannot stand to walk in the kitchen and there's dirty dishes everywhere. I just can't stand it. It's just one of my things that just gives me the willy. <laughs> like if like like if stuff is set out overnight and it they weren't kind of rinsed off, you know, you just got, got done eating and you didn't rinse your plate off and it's caked on there in the morning. Mm -hmm. I gag. <laughs> no, I can see that. I don't like that either, but. I can live with that over a bathroom for sure. 
How about how about this one? All right, a good one from Dennis. Home cooked meal or eating out at your favorite restaurant? Easy for me. Go ahead. Home cooked meal. Now I'm not saying I don't like to go out there once in a while because I do, but uh, I still would rather have a home cooked. I think eating out, no doubt. Well, that's because you do that a lot. I know. I I uh, boy, yeah. you know, combine the two. Oh. I, I ate at Red Onion, which is a good place here in Joplin, and today. I had to go to the bathroom, and it was the cleanest bathroom, public bathroom I've ever been in. So there you go. We'll combine two things. Hey, hold on. That's another thing we should discuss. Okay. This is another one of my problems. Public restrooms. Mm. Can't take them. <laughs> well, you could do this one. No, I couldn't. You could Somebody might walk in on me. I don't like that. Yeah, well, that's a, it, that could always happen. Was a bigger bathroom, or was it like a one one seater? It was a one seater, actually. Oh, I'm out. So, yes. how many of you in the chat? All three or four of you hate public restrooms. I hate them. <laughs> I just absolutely hate them. They're uh, this. They're very I, I mean, that bothered me one way or the other. <laughs> don't mind if it's like a four seater or a five seater. You know, you got. Yeah. Plenty of room. Yeah. You know the cleanest bathrooms I've ever been in is at Oakland. Yeah, Oakland has very clean bathrooms. Because they got an attendant in there all at all times cleaning them. Yep. Saratoga also has an attendant. I like and it. yeah, clean. Very clean. I like that. There's no way I'd have to be just dying if, to go in the bathrooms at uh the football games. Uh well you'd have to you'd miss a quarter of the game. Uh <laughs> Because OU's there, they, where we sit at OU, it's the worst. The concession stands are awful, and then when you finally get there, they're out of everything. They run out of water. They're, you never can go to the bathroom. It's, it's or like you going get to a game in a third world country. Or you get water that's not cold. Yeah, you wait in line an hour for water, and you get there, and they they do. They're just it's laying out, and they just throw it to you. And it's, it's hot. Dollars. It's it's a joke. Yeah. I um. Mean I've I've got I've got the we'll we'll wrap it up with this one. All right. Have you ever had a psychic reading before? No. Do you the, believe in psychic readings? Do I? Yes. You know the answer to that. No. <laughs> no. Well. Did you do that this weekend? I did not. No. No. Did Heather? Yes. Yes. I'm always afraid they're going to tell me something, and I I believe just enough. If it's bad, I'm going to be afraid of it. The ladies went and did it. The men, which is my brother and I, went to the bar and let, said, hey, take your time. Do whatever. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, no, they, they were like, oh, this is very, very accurate. They're all, all about it now. Well, really? Yes, yes. They thought everything that was said was extremely accurate. So hmm. there you go. There you go. Yeah, it's always good, right? No, this wasn't. There were some good and some bad mixed in this one. So like I don't believe, don't get me wrong. Uh, hence why my brother and I just said, no, uh, you guys take your time. <laughs> Do it a few hours if you'd like, but not uh, no, I I've never believed in ghosts. I've never believed in curses. I've never believed in any of that stuff. Yeah. 
Jinx, maybe. (laughs) I do believe that sometimes you can get jinxed on something, but I don't really believe that. Yes, they they said you need you need to get. No, they didn't say that, did it? (laughs) Um, remember that uh, Seinfeld episode where George went to psychic and told he was getting ready to go to the Bahamas or somewhere. Don't go. Yes. And the psychic told him not to go, and Kramer went instead and had a great time. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I do remember that. Kramer, what, Kramer didn't uh, worry about that kind of stuff. <laughs> but, uh, well, they they believe now, so there's there's that. I, I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's it. Hey. Well, actually, have you ever seen a team kill off a two minute six on three? No. I'm glad you brought that up. So the Blues last night. Killed off a two-minute six-on-three to beat the Avalanche three-to-two for their third straight win. That was incredible, was it not? I was sitting there just knowing they were going to blow that game. Oh, I was sick to my stomach. I don't think I've ever seen a six-on-three. I I can't. I've racked my brain. I I cannot ever remember that. No, I can't remember the last time I saw a five-on-three in the last two minutes. No, me neither. No, now, was a special- six on four. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, but that's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And they were just getting shot after shot after shot. Yeah. Of course, we never touched the puck. <laughs> so right there at the end, and uh, yeah, six on three. What happened, Dennis? Was two guys in the penalty box, and then we were ahead three to two. And it was five on three anyway because we got two penalties to yep. get us five on three, which is only only the Blues can do that kind of stuff. Yep. And then they pulled their goalie and put an extra attacker in, which gave them six against our three. And when you got six guys up there out there, and you only have three, I mean, and it was a, it was a, almost the full two minutes. It's like a minute forty five. Minute forty four. Oh, 44. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And. and- the- it never left. Follow, if you haven't been following the Blues, they desperately needed to win the game. Yeah, and they played really well. Yeah, and they beat Vegas the other night. So that's two in a row against great teams. Yep, they're starting to play a little bit. Bennington had been unbelievable. Yep, and that's our goalie. And to win a game when you're six against three for a minute and forty four seconds, it's unbelievable. I know we've been critical, but Pareko was incredible on it. He, he and O'Reilly, you knew he would be out there the whole time. And he yeah, played great. Was, but, I mean, Bennington stopped like eight shots. Yeah, that's right. And you had the same three guys out there for a minute. The whole time. The, they had the same three guys out there for the whole time because they could not get the puck out of the zone. They couldn't get the puck, period. Yeah. Yeah. Of something else. And when they did clear the zone, it, it – it couldn't get far enough out of the zone where they could change. Yeah. So it was just three guys stuck out there. And they, like yeah. Bennington made the, made the difference. But Oh, well, of course. Yeah. We're just pelting him. Yeah. And this is a great team. These are not a bunch of dummies with nobody can score. And see, they can rotate guys because they, the, they can get out of the – they can get new guys in there. Our guys could never leave. They couldn't get off the ice. Yeah. So – Anyway, yeah, uh, I see a lot. Of, you know, I also wanted to, like Robin said he made a mean taco bake tonight. I don't know what that's all about there, mm-hmm. Rob. 
but the comments on me fixing a a tater tot casserole, I believe. Ah, and, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that. Um, yeah. yeah. I can cook. I can cook. I like to cook. So not crazy about tater tot casserole. I sure wouldn't have put mushroom, whatever they said, uh, what a mushroom soup or something like that in there with it. No. Cream of mushroom. That would not have happened. But. And yeah, Dennis Strobe got beat and that was very surprising to me. So was that your pick? Uh, yeah, uh, Stro. Well, that was not not my pick for any of the, like the shows, but uh, I singled the horse. And Dennis, and Dennis has really loved Strobe, and and uh, I got in. You know, he got me on him too, and and uh, won two in a row, really impressively, and then got beat Saturday. So. Yep. Um. All right, this show. I don't know when we're gonna do the next one because I I have uh, some news. I will be. In St. Louis Thursday for my birthday for the Blues and Capitals game. So All right. I meant to excited. I meant to tell you I didn't forget your birthday. I just I know we got a lot of crap going on. I guess well Thursday is my birthday, and I will be in St. Louis for the game against well, the Capitals. I will join the Dude to Bat Daily Show live. Um, and I will uh I will be live hopefully from um, the stadium because I'm staying right by the arena, so hopefully I'll just go to the, go to the parking lot and and be live. So what, what, what are you talking about? When's the game? The game's at seven, but I'll go. I'll just walk over there and do the show from uh, from, uh, from 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 the. What can we do the show tomorrow? I'm leaving at noon tomorrow, so I think we're gonna do the show Friday. Okay. So what do you think about that? I don't care. Okay. I don't care. Okay. Friday. Did, we, Frankie, did the rankings ever come out? By the way. You know, they never did. It is Tuesday, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. Let me see. Uh, they never did come out. Maybe they're maybe they're coming out at the half of one of these basketball games. Sometimes they do that. Okay. Uh, nope, they never came out. So right. I, I think we kind of know what they'll be. So. Well, I do too. I was just interested to see where they put USC. So. All right. Uh, One. Uh, yeah, I knew it was your birthday, but with all the stuff's going on, yeah, not there's no way we could get together for it. So, so we certainly can't now. That's right. Yes, because I will not be here. So let's see. I am turning thirty nine, and that's legit. Thirty nine. So they play in Chicago tomorrow night, and then Washington or St. Louis on Thursday. Yes. Okay. And if you watch the game, you might see us. It's possible. Really? Yes. Yes. Keep an eye what? on. You know where Darren Payne stands during the game. I do. We should be right behind him. Hmm. Have to be watching. That's Thursday night. Thursday night. So yeah. If you're bored, right. tune in. So. Well, all right. That's it. We'll be back Friday. Big show Friday. We'll cover all the big games coming up. We'll miss the Thursday uh, night game, I guess, but that's all right. Um. But all right. We'll be back on Friday. Thanks everybody for watching this one. It's hanging with us. And uh, that's it. All right, guys. We'll see you on Friday. Like this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. <laughs>